Hey, Kaylee. Hey, Tom. Do you know what time it is? It's finally time for the show in the park. Yes, it is the summer free Shakespeare in the park extravaganza. Is what it is. Oh, the eleganza of the show this year, too. Uh, we are presenting The Adventures of Pericles, um, which is uh, by Shakespeare, um, helped on out by George Wilkins. Um, actually, more Shakespeare helped George Wilkins out um, because the first part is interestingly written um and then Shakespeare kind of takes over at the end and you get all the feels and it's beautiful so uh so exciting and we're doing this with only five actors uh which it doesn't sound like very many no it's not many at all to tell a story that like goes you know that expands at least 40 years of someone's life you know uh, how many actors are typically in a, a production of Pericles I would say, well, we did it, we toured it in 2016 with mm -hmm. a group of eight people. Mm -hmm. um, normally, typically, um, every Shakespeare show could be down to 11 people, we found out. Because typically, um, the company would be like a core people of 11, is what Shakespeare would have, um, out of the Lord Chamberlain's men or whoever he was writing for, because he wrote for people. Mm -hmm. um, and then they would expand it from there, depending on where they were going, or if there was going to be bigger scenes, or uh, they were going to court, and they really, you know, to, to, to go play for the queen, and they really wanted to do a bang-up job. So they were going to make, you know, if there was a ball scene involved, or a dancing involved, like, they really wanted to have, like, a couple of extra bodies in there. They'd grab a few people from the local pub and uh, mm -hmm. add them on into the show. So that's typically what you'd have. Um, and the show has over, you know, for 40 years, it has over 40 characters in it. And it's five people oh, rushing, wow. not rushing through all of them, but going through all of them. And it has been, this past week, we just finished rehearsal this uh, past week. It has been so much fun. And I'm excited for you guys to listen, you folks out there, to listen uh, to these actors and their take on the show. Yes, yes, we got a chance to speak with a couple of the actors uh, while we were recording this episode, and they had some really interesting things to say. So I haven't been to the rehearsals, and I haven't been to see exactly how this is coming along, and I am not that familiar with the show. So to hear what Eric and Zach have, to see just a little bit of the snippets of behind the scenes from what some of the pictures I've seen, it's really interesting. So I'm super excited. We want to gear everybody up and get them excited to come on down to the park. Again, those dates are July 15th through the 18th in Shelton at Veterans Memorial Park. And then we're going to take the next week and bring all of the show up to Oxford at Quarry Walk, where, you know, Market 32 is and Five Guys and there's Nice Hardware. And then there's this green. So if you're not familiar with, with this whole area, it is beautiful. And one of the reasons it's called Quarry Walk is because it used to be a quarry and now they have this walk. You can actually live there, work there, um, get well there. They have a wellness center and they have these walking trails. So you can actually walk around the entire green, but then you can walk around the entire Quarry Walk campus. It's really, really cool. And we're super excited to bring people out there. Those dates are July 22nd through the 25th. And all shows are at 7 p.m. They are free, which is really awesome. But we do um, suggest a $10 donation if you can. Uh, yes. But we are so, I'm very excited because we've always been wanting to add a second week of performances. Mm -hmm. 
And it's been hard to do that in Shelton because that park gets used so much. Um, so Quarry Walk uh, bringing us on over there, Kathy Ekstrom and, um, uh, and, and her whole team has been absolutely fantastic. And also Griffin Health kind of helping on out with that too. Really, really, I can't tell you how um, excited I am to be there. And, you know, that area, we've toured the area around it. And we've actually, our first show, I just remembered last night while I was doing some work last, um, that we toured Pericles in 2016. This is a very different production than we toured. Um, but we did tour to Southbury for the first time to the Southbury Library. And I love our Southbury audiences. If anyone nice. works with me... When we, when the library calls, we we answer because they are such fantastic, fabulous audiences. Should we roll some clips from the actors? Yeah, let's go. Hey, I'm Eric Bermudez. I am actor four in this this five person production of Pericles, which includes younger Pericles, um, Leonine, and Lysimachus. Um, Rehearsals have been off to a really great start. It's really cool to work with, you know, <laughs> a group of talented people that are taking on like so many roles in this massive play. It's very epic and um, it's kind of cool to see how much um, an ensemble can create, you know, a smaller ensemble can create such a full scale um, story. Um, and it's really cool to play with that in rehearsals. I've really enjoyed playing Pericles. Um, it's definitely a role that I haven't thought much of, um, you know, before approaching this play and getting cast. Um, and I think the play is really exciting. There's so much fun to it. There's so much charm, but then there's also such, um, you know, there's some, some tragedy throughout, but like, I think there's something, um, there's a lot of hope behind it. And there's always kind of a miraculous finish to everything. And, it's really cool to be a part of that story. And, you know, especially in this time, you know, the pandemic's kind of at an interesting point. Um, and so to be bringing theater to a live audience um, and working so closely with some new people, it's been really, really special and I'm having a great time. What's the difference between you joined us last year for Cyrano um, and now you're here and you did um, uh, Snow White during right. the pandemic as well too. Yes. Uh, what's the kind of the difference um, right now? What's well, the big, the, the big difference, I mean, being vaccinated definitely like has added like a nice layer like that. That was not a thing at that point. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, obviously the precautions are all still there. You know, Valley, you, you have created you know such a space safe space and and from those productions i think i've carried over still continued uh, continued to keep the cast and crew very safe you know as we are working um but obviously now you know there's some comforts um among the cast and team knowing we're all vaccinated and so like just there's like that you know there's still caution which is great and i feel very safe but then there's also just a layer of like i don't know we can we can just be more relaxed. We know so much more. <laughs> um, so it is It is nice, you know, to just kind of shed a little bit of that concern, you know, when we're working. And you play young Pericles. Yeah. So what does young Pericles go up to? What happens in young Pericles' life? And then do we have an old Pericles? Yes, we do have an older Pericles. Um, so basically, younger Pericles, he starts off the show. He's looking for someone to marry um and he comes across a few different kinds of people um 
you know, he, he deals with kind of a very creepy, weird king in the beginning, and you'll, you'll hopefully see where that goes. And then um, kind of comes across, he, he goes at sea, and he deals with a shipwreck, and then comes across another opportunity to marry someone else. And, you know, he's essentially just seeking adventure and trying to find, you know, his purpose in life. Um, and, you know, wants to live an honorable um, wants to have an honorable journey, um, you know, as many kings and, you know, noble people do, but he's quickly learns, you know, how hard life can be and has a lot of trouble going out to sea. Um, but he ultimately, you know, he, he kind of reaches some good fortune, heads out to sea again, tragedy kind of strikes another time. Um, and after that, um, he needs to take some time <laughs> to himself. And then there's kind of a time jump in the play um, and it's not typically done with a, a new Pericles, but in this production, it's really cool. We are having kind of, um, the, we're going to see the aging and the the, uh, the growth, um, you know, for the second half. And there's a whole different situation with the older Pericles. It's really cool. If people know the show, have seen it somewhere else before, have read the play, have, if they're familiar with it at all, what are we going to bring to it as Valley Shakespeare Festival? It's different than what they might be familiar with? What can they look forward to? I've, for me, I think we are definitely, you know, I think this play can easily be like pretty heavy throughout if you really want it to. Um, and I think we have like, you know, found where we need to like really settle into the darkness of it. But there's like just such an energy that Tom, you know, Tom directs with and, 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 allows the actors to be really open with exploring like very unique ways these characters could be approached like all over this um, play. Um, so I think there's just like a specific charm and, and fast paced energy, you know, with five actors kind of juggling so many characters that I think it would, um, it adds a nice touch of adventure that I think is necessary for this play. And I'm, I think it's awesome. So is this going to be one of those those stereotypical Shakespearean plays where everybody's dramatic on the stage and, no, and all that. Or, definitely or... Got, it's definitely got <laughs> its own spunk to it. Um, but I think it'll be very exciting for the park. <laughs> Excellent. And I have gotten some questions from some potential audience members. Is this family friendly? Yeah, I would say for the most part, it's family friendly, but there's some, there's just some inevitable subject matter in the play that is just, if you're, um, invested it's definitely leans more you know for a mature crowd but I think overall the way we're approaching it is as family friendly as possible and we're we're staying on top of that I think. You have another actor with us who audiences uh, might recognize um, not only is he a wonderful actor but he's a very good friend of mine and this is Zach Reisinger and Yes, as Tom mentioned, I was in the Valley Shakespeare's production of Merchant of Venice. That was very exciting. And then um, a production in the bar years ago. I don't know when that was, a while ago. Yeah, yeah very while, yeah, 2000 yeah. something. Yeah, um, but uh, so who are you playing in this production? Um, I am playing actor one when we break up our roles um, arbitrarily because we're all playing multiple parts. Um, but it starts, I sort of, I start and end as a, oh, spoiler alert, start and end as a king. Um, because I play Antiochus um, at the beginning, an evil king, and then like various parts throughout, a very friendly fisherman that I very much enjoy. 
um, Bod, who is um, the madam of a brothel, and then, um, which should be loads of fun, and then I sort of end up playing Pericles later in life. Older Pericles. Older Pericles. Like we need to start saying older. Not older. Older. He's yeah. older. Yes, he's older. Yes, exactly. Um, and uh, so how has the first week of rehearsals been so far? It's been great. It's been great. We've jumped in. Um, mm -hmm. It's hard to sort of know what to expect um, with a piece like this because it's five actors playing lots of different roles. But part of the excitement, at least for me going in, was that I knew half of the company mm -hmm. already and then kind of tangentially knew other people, you know, like from different connections. Um, so I kind of felt better going into it. Um, because with something that's so collaborative, if there was someone who, you know, for whatever reason, wasn't willing to jump in, it could have been kind of disastrous, but we got through everything, which is great. And everyone's having a lot of fun. And then the other thing that's been really interesting is we've been sort of on pause for a long time. I know a lot of the actors we were talking about just, um, not so much being concerned about the amount of, you know, material that we have to support since there's only five of us telling the story, but just using our voice for as long as we've been using it, because you typically don't talk as much or you're talking in a smaller setting, like on Zoom, so you don't have to use your voice. So that's been a challenge, but a good challenge. Right. Awesome. And how is it, how is it coming back to live performance again? Oh, Besides your voice and everything else too, like how are you feeling? Yeah. Oh, I think it's great. It's great because there's something, you know, it's, I mean, it's why we do this. There's something about being on stage and connecting with another person, which I think is really important for this play too, because it's all about like connections and lost connections and find, you know, so that's kind of really exciting. So you're playing older Pericles. So we talked to younger Pericles before. What's it like, um, what's going on with older Pericles at this point in his life when we meet older Pericles? And what is it like having to play somebody, pick up from somebody, some other actor playing the role? Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see because we haven't, we've rehearsed, we sort of have rehearsed parts of the scenes out of order. Mm -hmm. And so um, it'll be interesting to see how it, how it is to do it in the context of the whole play. Um, but in general, I find, um, part of the reason maybe that we split up the parts is that the, for those of you who don't know the play, I didn't know the play, um, it skips about 14, 15 years and we find Pericles again. And a lot can happen in that time. And he's dealing with a lot of loss and tragedy. Um, you know, some triumphs, obviously, so it's not I'm not trying to paint the play is actually very, very funny before this, but some tragic things do happen, and he's not dealing with them probably in the best way. And so it's interesting to bring kind of, um, I guess, a level of like gravitas that you bring to just your life as you get older. Like even it's 10 years, and like 10 years from 20 to 30 is a lot you know, and then 30 to 40. And I think Shakespeare's done, it's a really beautiful scene that is about that sort of, you know, time, like you have to be older and then what happens if you've lost what you thought you were going to have, you know, and then what that means and like how you're processing that and then what might mean if you could have what you wanted. So I think it's just, 
it's a lovely scene. I wasn't, like I said, was not familiar with it and I'm very like excited and honored to get to do it. Um, and I'm excited for people to see it. What can people expect as an audience member coming to the show? Is the show family friendly? Should they um, come expecting to cry? Should they bring bring uh, some, some tissues or are they going to be leaving with smiles on their faces? Uh, what can the audience members expect? Well, I think they can expect an adventure because it's in the title. Um, and it really is kind of, I think that's the best way to describe it. Um, it's one of Shakespeare's plays that's, you know, often lumped into this like problem play, again, quote unquote, area that it doesn't sort of fit one genre. Um, I think technically it's a romance. So there's romance for people, um, but it's also very, very funny. And also the way that we're handling it with five actors, some of the comedy is even heightened because of that. But then it's my, what I love so much about it is that it's a comedy with heart because there are these moments. So I would say you might cry, you know, like those are, I think those are the best movies where you are the best sort of experiences where you feel the whole gambit of human emotion. And this play kind of has that, you know, there's, you know, there's adventure, there's some suspense, there's lots of comedy, you know, a little bit of romance and then, you know, dealing with life. Um, and so I would say, as far as family friendly, it's like life is hard. It deals with a lot of life's issues um, and things that people might encounter during life. So, um, and similar to kind of like a, like a Pixar movie, some of that stuff is, might, would probably go over the head of most younger kids, you know? So I think that's a thing that kind of Shakespeare did before Disney, where some of the harder moments are addressed, but you might not necessarily know what's happening, you know? They'll know something happened and that's all they have to know. Like something bad happened and then you move on to something, to pirates, you know, like something hilarious, so. Yeah, the way you, you said it, Ed's, is it Shakespeare was doing what Disney was doing 400 years ago. He knew how to put a show together and say, okay, this is, we're going to hit this at this point, but now we're going to go to the comedy. Don't yeah. you worry. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a lot of comedy and I think they can expect the same thing, you know, now that, Valley Shakespeare's been doing, you know, plays for how long? Nine years? Now nine years in the park and now yeah. nine years in, uh, of, of being around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the audiences that have come sort of now know what to expect from Shakespeare. So there's always, you know, even in the tragedies, even if you go and see the saddest of his tragedies, there's always comedic characters that come out and have usually their own storyline that's sometimes connected to the other one, sometimes not. It's their own thing. And this, empirically's the all the comedic characters are tied very much to the main storyline. So they're sort of like interwoven throughout, but there are definitely um, funny characters, you know, in the vein of Shakespeare's really, you know, actually one of the characters play, they're called like, like body characters typically, you know, like sort of like a little sort of funny innuendos. Um, the character's name is actually Bod, like Shakespeare kind of gave up and it's just like, we'll just call her Bod. She's the funny one. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Bard on the Pod. We are super excited for the summer production of The Adventures of Pericles. For more information, head on over to our website, vsfestival.org. This podcast is hosted by me, Kaylee Malco, Chair of the Board of Valley Shakespeare Festival, and Tom Simonetti, Artistic Director and Founder of Valley Shakespeare Festival. 
join us on the board, join us as a volunteer, and join us over on Patreon. Our Patreon supporters mean the world to us. They really help us out. Thank you. Thank you.